0: I'm Derek Stacy, and welcome to week three of Ways to Earn Your Family Dinner with my guest, Ethan Parker. Hello. And Macy Rice. Hey. Uh, what we're going to be talking about this week are the two biggest stories, uh, obviously, coming out of this week. At the very beginning, we had the whew, seven stages of hell that was the presidential debate, and then later in the week, we had... President Trump and I think everybody that's ever stepped into the Trump White House get tested positive for coronavirus. Yeah, uh, what are the chances? That's
1: a little 100. bit screwed. Who
0: knew a hoax could cause so much drama? Craziness. Oh, no. So
1: much drama in the
0: LDC. Um, now I I will say <laughs> I'm not gonna speak for anybody else at the table right now. I do wish for a healthy recovery for. President Trump and the First Lady, and everybody that's been affected due to honestly Trump's stupidity uh, and the Trump family of not wearing masks. I want them to be healthy so their asses can go to jail. Anyway. Yeah, we're not even going to ask her what she has to ask. think about it.
1: But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're silencing the other Democrat in the room. Me. She's, I've got a gag order on her. She
0: can't say anything rude about the president because he's the president. I don't Mm -hmm. want to be put on any more watch list.
2: He is the president of the United States. (sighs) On on top
0: of seven that you're on. You You buy one communist manifesto and they freak out. It's so (laughs) crazy. Uh, But I think, uh, first off, campaign. His campaign's kind of messed up. I know I saw one spokesperson, I don't remember who it was, uh, said something along the lines of like, Joe Biden needs to suspend his campaign for fourteen days because the president can't campaign. Which seems uh, kind that's, of that's
1: dumb. Um, that's
2: kind of, is that legal?
0: Can I he, mean, it's if if Biden was like, "Hey, I'm not gonna campaign for fourteen days," he could do it. But like, but,
2: like can they make it? It'd be good sportsmanship. No one can make them. It would
0: be kind of like Joe Biden being like, "Okay." We're gonna we're gonna step back, which I don't think he's I gonna do after the debate. I which we're actually gonna get into later. We're gonna talk about the debate later.
2: Bad strategy.
0: It would be a very bad strategy. Um, he needs this. He needs to take this fourteen days to say, "Look, Trump's reaction to the coronavirus is so poor that he caught it himself. He got it. The first lady got it. Chris Christie got it. Uh, Kellyanne Conway caught it. Did Every, his daughter get it? Uh, I don't know if did Ivanka get it. Let's see if Ivanka. I, I thought I would she did. Say probably. I mean, they were all at the, uh, <laughs> as Chris Wallace said, the debate moderator. I'm dying. Dude, really? We're talking <laughs> about coronavirus. <laughs> <and you know. laughs> but, um, Down the wrong pipe. Shit. I think uh, definitely. I know Chris Wallace was talking on Fox News. He was saying that like at the debate run-throughs and stuff, uh, they none of them had their mask on, and then they were supposed to keep them on during the debate, and the entire Trump family took them <laughs> off. Oh, shit. Which we all have video proof of them doing. That's, even Biden took his off during the debate. Well, I mean, they had to take him off while, only people that were allowed to have him, on were, have him off were Chris Wallace, President Trump, and Vice President Biden while the debate was going on. And they were all very well social It racist. concerns
2: me, though, that he knew he had corona at the time, and he was, like, facing Biden yelling at him. I feel Didn't like he
1: shake his hand at some point? Uh, I, I don't know, know.
0: I never, saw, I didn't see them shake hands at this one. That I thought was that one was, one like, of... the proper debate. I know they're supposed to, but I remember...
2: That was one of Biden's rules. I remember
0: it's the beginning, what, I remember the at the beginning, Biden, like, very quickly was behind the podium, because mm-hmm. I looked away from him, I looked up, and Trump
1: was still, like, getting there, and I was like, wow, Trump's getting slow. What was the thing that Trump said that caused a bunch of drama? It was like, I'm glad that I don't have to shake people's hands, like, shake those filthy people's hands, talking about his supporters. Oh, that's... I know I know also glad for the coronavirus. I know
0: also on the same day that President Trump's like coronavirus thing like uh, came out, Melania was hating on was like being very bad mannered towards the people at the border. Oh 100%. Something about Christmas or something. Well, it doesn't surprise me, but The White House had it. a rough week. It has had a rough four years. It hasn't been this set on fire since 1812. Ooh. <laughs> but uh um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. you went there i just finger gun the mic as because no one can see what's happening right now because it's a podcast but um <laughs> but uh the th- i think this does really this plays very well very well for vice president biden and also very poorly for president trump uh what do you think because i know some key states it's probably gonna look bad in for him Is gonna be for President Trump is going to be, like, probably Florida and Ohio, too very, Mm uh, the governor I know of Ohio is very, it's been very good against coronavirus, and Florida's been, you know, bad, and everyone's been catching it down there, it seems.
2: I think West Virginia could be another state that would see this as, um, shocking, to say the least.
0: Shocking? Yeah, I could, I could see that being, uh. Also, this isn't going to help him, what, some key battleground states that run North Carolina and Texas. Kentucky either. Kentucky's more of a flip state.
1: No. <laughs> and,
0: and no, it's really cool. No, it's actually, like, a a lot of people that's a mistake a lot of people actually make because they think we have the Democratic uh, governor. But, like, no, he's pulling. Plus 23. He did actually take a point drop, I will have to say. post into this week, he uh, there's like estimates that had him at like from twenty six down to eighteen.
2: But normally, points. Kentucky's the first one to flip red.
0: Yeah, but like it's mm. kind of, it's kind of crazy. You actually brought up a good point by saying that like he took an almost ten point drop in Kentucky post debate post um like uh, post coronavirus. So like,
2: Which is, is this
0: gonna affect him in places that we didn't expect? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I think because. I mean, obviously, it's just going to reinforce anti-Republican, uh, anti-Trump sentiments in states like New York and California, which have both been affected. But it's also going to, I mean, Texas, I think, after the first, which was the day after the debate or two days after the debate, he came up one point from the last polling, but that was also pre-coronavirus coming out. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to affect him there yet.
1: I feel I, like he's going to nose dive just. It oh, could Lord. be
0: possible, especially if he spends, if he gets out of the hospital quickly and back into the White House, they could try to play it, mm-hmm. but also everyone's going to know no work's getting done, because it's not just the president who has it, it's
2: the whole president It's a stands. lot of people
0: in the West Wing that have it. It's his whole staff. Yeah. Right? It's what is lot. it, 25, 21 people? Somebody I saw there. an article that was like 21 people in the West Wing, which, I mean, a lot of people work in the West Wing, but if that's... Twenty one of the top people in the West Wing, then that's it's only telling how many other people. The shutdown of the executive branch of the government right
1: now,
2: and that's not including how many people could show up positive after uh, the fact. Oh yeah, and
1: it's it's just it's, it's a testament to how fast it does spread, and how we should have taken it more seriously towards the beginning.
0: And the big question is uh, also how long has this been happening in the West Wing? Because Kellyanne Conway, what hasn't she recused herself from the Trump campaign and stuff? In the so White House for a while. She might now. come down. So, they're... is she? How long have people in the Westing positive and testing positive, and us not being told well, about it?
2: They're also um, because they're having to be tested every day. They're not using the tests that take days to come back, so they're mm-hmm. not as accurate. So, um, I can't remember her name, the speaker for Trump right now, who took oh, one of M. his Sanders.
0: one of his seven people that have worked that R- position. One
2: of them, the latest one, she um. Tested. She tested for four days in a row, negative, and then on Monday tested positive, so.
1: So, like, whenever I had surgery on my arm, I had uh, three hours, I think, was my test. And mm-hmm. it came back negative, and I went to surgery, yada, 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 but it's ridiculous how we're handling it, because before I got tested so I mm-hmm. could go into surgery, the nurse was walking with just a regular surgical mask, walked in, talked, and then he came back in with this predator head looking thing (laughs) with the face mask and the hazmat suit and i was like and we were on quarantine for three hours and i was on morphine and i had to pee so like (laughs) it was bad i know like yeah especially
0: with like the point you two are bringing up is is like the white house really like kind of like handling it correctly it's such like if you're getting like let's say they get tested every day they come in then are they getting tested and having to wait outside the west wing or wait at home Mm-hmm. Or are they getting tested, going in, and they getting told to get the heck out if it comes back
1: positive? What I'd be willing to bet's happening is they would get tested as they walk in and they go to their designated area in the White House, so they'll, like, go to their office or they'll go to a certain room of pre-testing, and then they would go to their actual post whenever it is, whenever the tests come back.
2: Or they and may have a test that takes way less time but is less accurate. Yeah.
1: See, that's, could, that's the thing with testing for could anything. Be, I know because, like,
0: the faster, more simple way is the way I got. I got it through the mouth, and it took, like, it takes days to get that one back. Mm -hmm. But then, like, the the nose
1: takes only a few hours. But, like, I got, whenever I had surgery, they gave me the nose on morphine, which was a very poor idea because they went (laughs) up my left, and I was fine. They went up the right, I shot up in the bed with a Q-tip that was oh yeah the super long one it's like a six inch long q-tip and three of it was in my nose and I sat straight up and they had to grab me and shove me back in the bed and pretty much mom held my head so I wouldn't oh, move I couldn't I could barely do the one that was like down my throat just cause oh it went all like th- those
0: q-tips away. were so long it I felt could. like
2: it didn't touch until it got to the very bottom of your throat mm. but I got my test results back within hours like
0: six oh, my, hours mine took a few days so
2: I think it's speeding up
0: but, like, what, like, yeah, like, what happens if, like, they're doing a test that should, in theory, to get, like, very good results take, like, a day? They're doing that every day, and it's they're getting it back in two or three hours. Is mm-hmm. it... It's half-assed, as it if, is what it is. Or if
2: they're assuming. They say they got negative yesterday, so they just go and start doing their job, and it's going to be negative.
0: Yeah, let's say, like, they only do it, like, every three days, because it's how long it takes to, like, show up after you get, uh... exposed to it. Like, what if they're only taking temperatures? There's asymptomatic people that could be working at the White House. Mm -hmm. I mean, over, like, a couple hundred people work in the White House. So, and I think it also, like, I was, like, we brought up the, uh, Mm -hmm. the way he was acting at the debate about it earlier. Uh, is that how he's acting at the White House? Uh, saying, like, you have to wear a mask and stuff, but then nobody does it? Yeah. Like, I know Chris Wallace had a big problem with it, and the entire, uh, the people funding the debate, uh, tons of people were had a huge problem with because Trump kept taking his mask off. The entire Trump uh, campaign had their mask off. Is this really, is this, this is also a question of can Trump lead, I it's, think, truly, if we look at it? I it's, remember
2: him making fun of Biden for having his mask on all the time.
0: In the debate. And, I know that was something, because he, he did make a jab at Biden about wearing the mask and I remember the beginning of the debate. Trump like pulled out the mask. and Was like, here's their, uh, here's my mask. I wear it all the time. And then, Boom. as we're told by Chris, as we're told, a day or two after the debate, when it comes out they tested positive that President Trump wasn't wearing a mask. Like he wasn't just putting like him and his campaign in danger. He was putting
2: Chris Wallace,
0: uh, his family, the Joe Biden, Biden's family, and Biden's campaign all at risk as well. It's that really shows maybe that shows how narcissistic the president really is and
1: careless. It's leading by example. So whenever somebody like a parent uh, won't wear a mask in public, therefore the kids don't really think it's necessary to wear a mask in public. Whenever your president doesn't wear a mask in public and lies about it and turns around is like I don't, I wear a mask all the time and doesn't actually. What do you think most people that are Trump supporters are going to do?
2: Well, by this point, with Not the wear in, mask. with the information that we have and we've gotten a lot more information. Over the past few months, not wearing a mask in public, all that does is show blatant disregard for other human life besides your own.
0: I mean, yeah, that's a fair yeah. point. Like, is this is this truly a question of like maybe maybe I'm going overboard, like a hyperbole for sake? Like, his humanitarian efforts and true, because not just like with his COVID nineteen response, but like his. Low rate of good jobs, towards humanitarian efforts. Yeah. Over the past th- three years, he's been in office. Like, it doesn't really solidify strong points for him, especially coming into re-election. Because as much as it's about him becoming healthy, and because no matter what, the the president of the United States has a deadly uh, sickness, a deadly sickness, and. That's going to cause big problems with the economy uh, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's not just like, oh, he needs to get better so we can get moving back on with the country. It's a campaign, it's an election year. Him and his whole staff
1: need to get back to work. Yeah.
0: Does this show like a, a blatant inability for them to do the steps that are necessary? And because it's not just COVID 19, like, let's say we have another pandemic two years into the future. Is this going to show a basic uh, inability of them to follow the steps to be able to govern?
1: It red flag was whenever Trump took down um, Obama's um, pandemic task force. Pandemic task force, like that was set up for Ebola and any future viruses that are considered to be deadly. Whenever you a virus will put you on a vent and shut down your body to where they have to put you in a medically-induced coma and run tubes in your throat and through your ribs so you can eat and, like, survive, Mm -hmm. you should be taken pretty seriously, and that's what that task force was made of, so it could cut it off, quarantine, block everybody out, and take care of shit before it gets bad, and he just, it's completely...
2: And proven by Ebola... The task force worked fairly well. It wasn't
1: against Ebola, a much more deadly virus.
0: Well, actually, since since we're already on talking about this, I think this will be a great way to move into the debate. And actually, a statement that uh, Trump made during the debate will probably be like flip flopping around just, but since we we're talking about coronavirus, mm-hmm. I thought I'd go ahead and bring this up for the debate. Is when he brought up uh, Vice President Biden's and the Obama administration's uh, with SARS, with the SARS virus, mm-hmm. and how I think it was. She said like 14,000 people died. Mm-hmm. Um, t- Trump was trying to say, well, a lot more would have not if he, if Vice President Biden had taken, the I mean, Obama administration had taken proper steps. Like, is that, is that, a, obviously I think we all three can agree, I'm guessing that that was not a smart move for no. No. him to bring up with over 200,000 people in the United States. It was handled, to this
1: virus. it was handled much better, like. I mean, for, and
0: for something that just kind of came up, like, compared to uh, COVID-19 showing up in China in mid to late December, and it not really starting to f- infect us until late February or March, does it show that President Trump, what, President Trump shut down the country in late January, early February?
1: Mm-mm.
0: January 29th, I thought, was when he passed
1: the travel ban to uh, China. I thought it was later... Uh, let's I think it was definitely like sometime in February. I might be wrong. I don't know. Well, we didn't sure. even
2: get out of school. They didn't send us home from school until March.
1: Yeah. Uh. It just wasn't taken seriously at all. And this is coming think from it, a Republican, so. Uh,
0: the US restrictions took effect on February the 2nd, but continued travel to Hong Kong and the MACAO territories. I don't I don't know how to pronounce that word. I don't want to mispronounce it. Uh, Yeah, so... I think, like... I think he could have definitely taken steps quicker, but it it seems not just not smart, but truly in bad taste to kind of say, like, well, under your rule, under, like, what you... When you were in the administration, your part in the administration less people did die under you under that disease, but you guys could have done better. That's like a the lot pot in the kettle
2: black. It's almost self-destructive. It's almost like he's handing Biden ammunition to shoot back at him.
0: All I think, as much as, as much as that was a train wreck, I think that's a lot of what Biden showed that he was able to do that during the debates, kind of take what Trump says and turn it back against him.
1: Because Trump was trying to play tit for tat, but his tat was much better than Biden's tit. It didn't make sense.
0: Much like that analogy, but,
1: um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, you get what I mean, though. Yeah,
0: I, I understand you. But like, I think Biden showed on numerous occasions throughout the debate, especially in the last twenty minutes, as we were talking about, because it was like a train wreck, and then the last twenty minutes felt like a completely different debate.
1: If like it was all because of the mediator,
0: <laughs> I think it definitely showed that the Trump th- Trump thought he was throwing uh, curveballs and biden was able to hit him pretty easily like uh when a very poorly taste moment from uh president trump when he brought up uh beau biden well when vice president biden brought up his late son beau and his military service and uh president trump decided to say uh you mean Hunter? And Biden said, no, I mean my son, Bo. And he goes, oh, I've never heard of Bo, but then went on the rant about, uh, Hunter Biden. Uh, if Biden took that to the, took that to the mouth, looked directly down the camera and said, he wants to talk about my family. I'm not going to talk about his family. The family I want to talk about is the American family. I think that showed kind of like a presidential moment per se, like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. You can throw as much mud at me as you want, but I'm just gonna look at the camera and bring up the issues. It's
2: just I'm gone. gonna keep my hands
1: clean out of your bullshit.
2: Mm-hmm. It's,
1: it was very, it's it's maturity is what it comes down to in the end, because Biden was very mature by how he handled that, and Trump was throwing very immature jabs about his kids. That's yeah. messed up. That's not okay. I think
0: definitely something is, uh, I think im maybe not immaturity like it was. President Trump is can be very immature in some of the stuff he does, like uh, some of the comments he's made in previous debates and even the debate we just had. But in twenty sixteen, that immaturity was able to look like a strength. But after four years in the White House, would you would you two say that that immaturity
1: looks more like a weakness? It seems like it's detrimental and self destructive. Like it doesn't seem. Of quality fit for president of the United States of America.
2: I think that in 2016 it came down to the American people were angry and... Emails. Trump uses um, angry language. He uses very Uh, emotionally charged phrases and words.
0: He uses stuff that will incite...
2: Yes, that will incite that anger and pull from it. And that anger in a mob mentality can... Do things like put someone in office. And I think now, as, especially after the coronavirus, people are starting to see a different side of that.
1: See, and it's also what you just said mob mentality is not a good mentality to have, especially whenever choosing a president, because a mob is generally not thinking straight. They are very angry about something and feeling it's emotional instead of rationally based. I think so it's the time not.
2: People needed something to hold on to, and he was there.
0: And he also, like, I think the I think an issue was, because in this debate, President Trump looked weak. I don't know if it was due to him possibly being affected to the coronavirus, now that we know later, or if maybe he wasn't prepared or wasn't expecting Vice President Biden to come out as strong as he was, but mm-hmm. in 2016, this kind of interrupt, those sly comments be a jerk
2: towards uh, people
0: going against him, that kind of mentality he held made him look honestly like a strong person that could... Lead the country, but after a, pr- a presidential term of leading the country and not uh, much progress, scandals. And I don't think you can question on either side of the aisle if it was a scandal or not. Even if it was just like impeachment, if it was an impeachment or if it was some um, left wing scheme against the president, I think it, no matter what, it is a scandal. Is it after a presidential term of scandals, not much? coming back does it look more like you're a child than a president acting the way you did four years ago hmm.
1: that's tough because it's it reminds me of the old saying if it ain't broke don't fix it mm-hmm. but it's broken and it needs fixed and he just hasn't fixed it and he still thinks it works for him because apparently it does i mean look at his supporters mm-hmm. the proud boys even like we'll be getting into them in a little bit. I know. But it's it seems like people are flocking to his idealism mm-hmm. about it and it's just not working. Yeah. Cause that's just not Republican. It's mob mentality.
0: I think it feels kinda like uh not even mature, but like you should be after being the leader of the free world for four three years it feels like there should be a change just because you're not a presidential candidate anymore. you're not somebody who said, I'm going to run for president. You've met with, he's met with leaders such as Putin, uh, uh, Kim Jong Un. He's met with these leaders and there should be a sense of like class where like, it does put like that seat in the back of my head. Like, is this how he was acting when he was negotiating for the country? Does it make him look... Simply does it make him look like he does not know how to change?
1: No. Yes. Oh, it does make him look like he's not able to change. Okay, yeah, I not thought more. that's what you... I was at... My fault. Tell the I, I was about to... I thought that's what you meant. Sorry, I don't listen and I'm half <laughs> stupid, but anyway. It's... It's just... It's... I've seen toddlers argue better than I saw that debate. Like... It's just...
0: Joe Biden. Don't get me wrong. Nobody came out looking like a hero of the American people in that debate. I know it does seem like we're probably all more leaning towards Joe a Joe Biden win. I think we could. And this, if there, if we had to choose a winner, it would. I think we all think it was Joe
1: Biden.
2: Yeah. Yes.
1: So like, just because of his level of immaturity, he was like, vote at home, actually addressing us when Trump wasn't even considering the fact that there are people listening at home.
0: I heard Trump use numbers maybe once, and it was for that uh, czar's quote. Yeah, and it that and completely
1: blew up in his face. We for... heard
0: Biden use numbers throughout the whole night. Yeah. Which I think is been was obviously beneficial to Biden and detrimental to oh, yeah. Trump and looking weak. Because I want the president to prove that he knows what he's talking about, so come on.
1: Numbers are good.
0: I might be stupid, but give me numbers. Give me the 200,000 people passed away due to coronavirus, sir. Or...
2: It just shows that he took the time to actually research what he was talking about. And
1: what was it, four days he had actually prepped to get a handle on his um, it was speech impediment and stuff like
0: that? Uh, Vice President Biden, yeah, Vice President Biden took four days off to prepare for this debate, which,
1: like, away from his campaign to help him in yeah. the long run, but Trump didn't do any of that. As far as I'm concerned, I think that he just went straight into the debate and was like, winging it. He was like me at a science fucking high school project. Mm-hmm. It does also kind of come off like,
0: it does probably, it's probably not good if we're not going to get two more debates because, you know, the first one was framed, but that, that's bad for President Trump because the one thing President President Trump did not rely on uh, debates, the debates itself being good, President Trump looked for sound bites mm-hmm. that were going to promote him. I don't, I can't think of a single moment that comes out as a soundbite or a B-roll or something that can be played on Fox News
1: and Fox and Friends and these places that are very pro-Trump. He the only thing that I could think of that would actually like be even slightly beneficial to Trump's campaign is the fact that that one number, I could see that being on the, the news, the... 14,000 SARS or whatever. Mm-hmm. like, I could see them playing that as a pro-Trump thing, but Biden just had numbers on numbers on numbers on numbers on numbers and his maturity level, how he acted towards Trump's immature comments about his son, like...
0: Yeah, I will admit there were, like, a few moments where, like, Biden did look childish. Like, like, he childish. like When he called him a clown, and he said, mm-hmm. well, you just shut up, man. Like, it's kind of maybe that feeling that, like, certain people do get with the president, or with just people that, like, we don't agree with. Like, oh my god, can you just shut up? But, like... I do want, like, if President Biden was going to have that kind of like, class, like, I am, I'm perfectly fine to let you just keep running your mouth, but, like, I think he should have, even if it went over, if even if President Trump went on 20 minutes of just arguing with Chris Wallace, Trump's not going to come out looking good there. Trump's going to come out looking weak when President Biden's just like, it's okay, just keep going.
1: And, like, across the street over here, they have specifically told me that, like, the mediator was arguing, was like debating with Trump, taking Biden's oh, side. That. That's that's no. He was trying to be like, dude, you're out of time. Yeah, move on to next subject. Like please. there were a few
0: times where like, Chris Wallace held Biden. President Biden accountable. Like I remember, like I don't remember the topic, but he says, "I'm yeah, I going off what President Trump said. Like yeah, you're poor uh, whatever about something. Like Chris Wallace was pretty down the middle. It was more of just like one was yelling when he was out of time, so Chris Wallace had to stop him.
1: He did it to Biden, too. He told Biden to hush and let Trump finish his. Mm -hmm. So it's not... I feel like uh, Chris Wallace might have been a little bit biased towards Biden just because of that, but I don't think he showed it during the debate. I
0: don't think it was anything like setting a question up on a tee for Biden to just knock a home run out type thing. It was more of just like, I think finally he reached a point of like, will you just shut up? Like, well, you just shut up, man, and let the other let this be a debate? Yeah. I think not. he was it was more if he was just tired and wanted a debate. You had you were going to say something, is No, no. No, you're I'm They good. remind me
1: of divorced parents fighting, fighting over the child, just like this dumb dude. So, uh, and like I said earlier, I'm a Republican, I wouldn't vote for Trump. Like I just wouldn't. This is actually off topic
0: a little bit, but My uh, fault. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no! Not that. I'm oh, bringing okay. up an off-topic type of thing. There's this ad that's been ran in Kentucky by Amy McGrath. That's anti-McConnell. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. this guy that's like, uh, I would proudly vote for Trump again, but I won't vote for Mitch. Like, let's just say, uh, as like an ad, do you think that's a powerful ad to be ran? This kind of like token Trump supporter. That's like, I'm sick of Mitch. Mc- are you raising your hand right now? Yes.
2: Just interrupt. Why are me. you raising your hand? Sometimes you talk over me a little bit. Oh, sorry, babe. Okay, so. I think that no matter what, there's a certain group of people that, it doesn't matter what debate there is, they only watch one kind of news, they they only listen to one side of the debate, it does not matter what they see or get told, they will 100%, 100%, without fail, be behind President Trump. Mm -hmm. There's no changing their mind. And I think it is really hard to reach those people sometimes whenever you're against something from the Republican Party, because now Trump is associated with the Republicans like that. If you don't, if you're anti-Trump, you're anti-Republican these days. Mm-hmm. So I think that going off her ad saying, "I would vote for Trump again, but I wouldn't vote for McConnell," I think that that would help her reach some of those people and that's get into a group that someone who's just straight Democrat couldn't get to.
0: That's like this. Uh, I think. Well, that's like the thing about Kentucky. There's. There's almost, we, we saw it almost happen, actually, in the primaries for the Kentucky Senate race when uh, Booker, who came out of nowhere truly, took almost the exact same percent as Amy McGrath did. But I think, like, in Kentucky, you have to be what's called a blue dog Democrat. Like, uh, I'm a Democrat, yeah, but, like, I'm a more conservative Democrat, honestly. Like, you're more likely to have to be a blue dog Democrat to win a national seat in... From Kentucky. Like, it was, it was shocking to see, a, honestly, not that liberal, but a more liberal-thinking governor get elected uh, last year. hmm So, does, does that mentality of, like, hey, I'm pro-Trump, but I'm anti-these Republicans, will that mentality help these people get elected?
1: I feel like, like it could. But at the same time, that could also have its own repercussions. Like a backfire, kind of like a, mm-hmm. oh, well, this is just an ad, how do I believe mm-hmm. it type thing? Like, most of the time when I see an ad on YouTube or on TV, I'll change the channel, skip it, because nothing, mm-hmm. it doesn't grab my attention. The Amy McGrath thing with her ad of, like, I want the one where it's, I want my daughter to have the same, yeah, same opportunities as my, my son. son, like, that grabs my attention a little bit. I'm like, yeah, because that's... It's that's, one, of, it's
0: like... She's done very like, I I'm going to vote for Amy McGrath. I'm just going to put that out there before I go in and start roasting her on her, because uh, I want to be a campaign manager. As I've told both of you, and I've had a big yeah. problem with her campaign. She announced it forever and a day ago, and like,
1: There's a been lot of people new. are just,
0: know, hear, just now hearing about it. Like, because she doesn't have anything to go off. Like, she's all we know is she's running for senate. She was in the military, and she's from Kentucky. Like, And her ads, like, don't, like, they don't give me policy, which is a big problem. It's kind of like that, I want my daughter of have the San Francisco. So I like, I can't argue with that, but, like...
1: But, like, what's going to be you your tell, policy? Tell me
0: how you're going to do it. Tell me how you're going to go to the Senate and do it.
1: And the same thing, like, with her other ad that was, um... Uh, I on nine eleven I was sitting at the end of a runway ready mm-hmm. to shoot down like waiting orders to shoot down a plane of American passengers because yeah. it had been hijacked. Like, good on you, congratulations! But what is that gonna that, do yeah, for... that, that
0: makes you like it gives you that like. Uh, oh, she's an American hero, but something S- like uh, uh, John like uh, John McCain. Uh, honest to God, American hero. He was in. He was a prisoner of war for years. He said, even though I'm a Senator's son, I'm gonna stay here, get these other guys out. I don't want special. Mm-hmm. We've kind of seen like that Republican base. Honestly, after President Trump said some very poor things about Senator McCain. Do we have we seen that kind of as Macy would say, cult mentality or mob mentality towards like, oh well President Trump said, Who cares if they're American hero, Trump doesn't like him then? Have we seen that Republic, like, what has now become a Republican base of ultra-conservatives or, like, ultra, these like these people, have we seen them, like, oh, I don't care if you're an American uh, hero, President Trump said I didn't like you, does that, does that seep into this as well, like, I don't care if you were sitting in a plane or, like, the first woman to fly this kind of jet type thing?
1: I could definitely see how that would play a role, but also, what you said, that Republican base, that's not Republican. Mm-hmm. That's that's not Republican. That's alt to me.
0: I do, I do agree. I have kind of uh, I talk about this to. I've told this to a few people. It's like we're gonna have to see like if it if it's um, if it's this year if President if Vice President keep doing that Vice <laughs> President Biden wins the election or if we see another four years of President Trump uh, after President Trump leaves office. I think we're gonna have to see a hard reset from the Republican Party. A kind mm-hmm. of like a. Because as much, there's no one else in that party, it's not going to be Ted Cruz or any of these people that could possibly be president in eight years, four to eight years, um, do this kind of Trump mentality of like, hey, get behind me because I'm loud, I get you guys all riled up type thing. So are we going to, uh, will that hard reset alienate these people that Trump has brought in to have a bigger voice, no matter what the voice is, is it gonna alienate those people, or is the Republican Party just gonna to have to like take a wide range of everybody? As a Republican, what would you
2: If they do not reset, then they will not survive.
0: I think yeah, if we don't see a Republican reset in four to eight years, then we're gonna we're gonna be seeing a new conservative party pop up. <sighs> I mean we're already seeing cracks in it, like like the Lincoln project and these Republican Mitt Romney during the impeachment mm-hmm. hearings, kind of being like, he's kind of messed up. Like I'm not, like Mitt Romney's kind of like a, he messed up. I see it, even though I'm a Republican type of thing. Yeah, that kind of mentality, or like the um, Joe Biden, who's ran honestly some of the best ads I've seen in years. Truly, just not even using like his words, like uh, the Lindsey the Lindsey uh, Graham ad he has. Uh, about, like, Lindsey Graham being like, Joe Biden's a great guy, he's an American hero, blah, 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 all this stuff. Does it show that, like, these people, like, Republican senators and Republican uh, representatives in the House are just going behind Trump because they're scared of what the president can do?
1: See, I haven't even seen any of the Biden or Trump ads, so I don't have much of an opinion on it, but what I can tell you is that the president does have power, yes. Yeah. He's been impeached, not once, but twice, and still not removed from office. I'm not saying if that's a good or a bad thing, it's not my place to say, but what I will say is, going against somebody with that level of power is scary. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, looking
0: looking at the darkness, do you want to take that risk of jumping in and going against it, or
1: yeah. playing it safe? <laughs> closest thing I can think of is looking down the barrel of a gun and saying, it's not loaded. Yeah. And it's 50-50. It's you, <laughs> you don't know. You don't
0: want to take the chance.
1: Yeah. I'm going to take a leak real quick. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. So, uh, I'll show you where it is real quick. All right. Oh, oh,
2: see. The... I would God.
0: We're just... Gonna... Okay. So, to kind of like a uh, shift topic, at least back to Trump. Um, <laughs> do you think that, like, the Trump base would do, would, no matter what he does, will follow him into follow him into hell. Yes. Yeah, can you give me a... Uh...
2: I just think it's one of those situations where they don't have, or they don't feel like they have anywhere else to turn. Like, for example, coal miners. Mm-hmm. He has uh, spoken on and on and on about something called clean coal, which isn't real, but, oh, yeah. but you know, he says things like that, and they're desperate right now, and it's something to hold on to something that gets him through the day and so I think no matter what he says they're gonna hold on to that
0: it's kind of like they feel forgotten and finally someone's showing them attention type thing yes I think that's fair I think it's a fair thing to say yeah it's just mm. I feel like he does kind of I don't mean to interrupt but I, I think it will just interesting. he does kind of have that like republican ideal, I think kind of behind him like The idea of, like, a smaller government, like, people... Like, the federal government's kind of, like, left you behind. Like, that's the reason we need to give it back to the states type thing. Like, I think when he was running, at least, like, he definitely has not enacted that in his, uh... While his time in the White House. But, like, I think he definitely kind of has ran on this idea of, like, the federal government has left you behind and I'm the one that can change that. And now he's trying to ban TikTok
1: for some (laughs) fucking bullshit reason. It just yeah it doesn't make sense his mm. term is all over the place like now it's it has, he hasn't like stuck to one issue like he hasn't yeah.
0: like one issue i'll get that through and then we'll move on he's kind of like just like throwing darts at a dartboard
1: yeah seeing where they like land. whenever you think of a list you think you start at the top you finish at the bottom you do yeah. one thing at a time get it done He's not doing that. It's, like you said, a dartboard. Do you think that could be like, he kind of got it, like, he
0: got elected saying he was going to do all this stuff, he got there and realized it's impossible, so he's just like, oh, maybe this will look good, or maybe this could do something, because I don't think, I think, I know a lot of people say that President Trump wants to ban TikTok because, like, a lot of people on there are against him, but I think it was more of like a, oh, Chinese and data, like could Maybe this make could this make me look good if i'm like they're getting your data i'm stopping them from st- stealing your data i think it was more of like a this
1: could make me look good to people or this could pull everyone's attention away from, away the, from the election
2: I, I disagree i think that everything that trump does is about shock value i think that every like he it makes it he almost makes it, everything seem so coincidental but it's not. For example, he does little things, like holding a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma on Juneteenth. It, like t- Everything that he does is to, one, shock people into paying attention to him, because he is a narcissist, and all the attention does have to be on him at all times. time. Mm-hmm. But also, it's almost like a magician. You're, you're, his hands are doing one thing over here, making you look at it, and he's doing something on the side, so he wants you to focus on the election when there's all of this going on with COVID or some he's other... He's running
0: distractors?
2: Yes. So it's between shock, needing attention, and distracting you.
1: Like, I would like to add on to that a little bit. It's like whenever a little kid is in trouble for something he does, he's in trouble Was like, yeah, I did this, but also look at this. Yeah. Like, a report. Like, he... Or like when somebody gets caught with
0: something and like, well, I did this, but look what someone else did type thing. Like, yeah.
2: It's what about is
0: yeah. It's I mean, maybe maybe I just have a I'm gonna disagree with you two and like not like to I think first off a lot of people undersell how smart President Trump is. I'd say it he's he's there's a difference between being like he's an idiot, but he's very smart. He knows what he's doing when he does it. He's not He's not just picking paper out of a bowl and like, oh, this is what we're gonna do this week. To anything he does, he knows what he's doing. Every time he makes a comment about somebody, like uh, the term I'm not gonna use that he uses for Elizabeth Warren, he knows that it's gonna get playtime. He knows people are gonna talk about it. He knows what's gonna happen. I think, I think he might not. He doesn't have a plan. There's no way in hell he has a plan for anything. But I think there is a definite like. He knows what he has to do to get what he wants type thing. And he came in thinking, I'm going to be the president. I can get whatever I want. And realized that's not how it works.
2: I think that smart isn't the right word. I I mean, okay. I think that it is a version of smart. I think that manipulative is a version of being smart in just a different way. But I do not think that he is... Smart or manipulative. I think he has surrounded himself with people who are manipulatively smart. And I think that he is easily swayed.
1: I tend to disagree with both of you. What I think is that he has no filter. Mm -hmm. So whatever comes out of his mouth comes out of his mouth and he plays it later. Or his staff will be like, dude. He spins it. Yeah. Like, dude, that was dumb. Let's spin it like this and say you had a plan behind it the whole time. That's the way I'm going to look at it?
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. I think there's definitely some very obvious moments of that, like where
0: he'll say something, he'll go back on it, like stand back and stand by. Oh, oh. yes, I that was good. Let's talk about that. The simplest question in the world: uh, President Trump, will you condemn white supremacy? But <laughs> simply, that's one of those things where if you say the issue is if you say I guess in his mind the issue is if I say no I lose a big support base which I don't think you could say that it's not going. because I know the Proud Boys like the leader of the Proud Boys says stuff along the lines of like we're not a white supremacy group but that's like if the leader of the Klan was a Catholic and was like yeah we didn't used to you know melt chalices from Catholic churches because we didn't like Catholics like I think it's kind of one of those things like you can say that like we didn't start this to be racist but like if you're if 10 of you aren't racist and then the other thousand of you in the group go burning crosses in black people's houses like you're you're racist like your your organization became racist maybe that wasn't the start so the simplest question will you condemn white supremacists like the proud boys like you saw them dance but dance he tangoed with that question before he even got to the part that everyone's talking about. He's like, Well, can you tell me exactly who? Do you want me to say about the he said, uh, do you want me to say about the clan or do you want me to say about like uh, like the neo Nazis? He was like he was trying to give organize he was trying to give a specific organization that he's already speaked out against. Like he when like the clan endorsed him the first time, he said, I don't accept like he was like, I don't accept that endorsement, but he's still he was still racist. I think he was trying to do that and then he said the Proud Boys and he said, Well Proud Boys stand back and stand by now i'm going to go uh macy first and then we're going to go to ethan parker. Uh, Mr. parker so what's your feelings and opinions on the uh statement proud boys stand uh back and stand by
2: one there is no other answer other than i do not condone what supremacy there's no excuse to say anything other than that, especially when you're the President of the United States. Uh-huh. Two, I think it's been seen over time that Trump likes to use outliers to make his points uh-huh. So um, the fact that like you were saying if they, if you have a base of a hundred people and ten of them are not white supremacists and the other 90 are, that's like saying, oh, I can't say that they're bad people because, you know, what about that ten? So, it's one of those, that's kind of what he uses to bounce around a lot of things.
1: hmm Yeah. Uh, she nailed it. Uh, there's no reason, rhyme or reason, why he couldn't have said, at least, like, he could have made it by going the proud boys did not start off that way i'm disappointed in what they've become i really? wish they would revert to what they once were but kind now of, it's shifted in a bad direction t- you could fix that like kind he, of be he, like
0: hey you uh you don't just let a uh, faucet keep dripping to let your
1: water bill raise up you got to yeah. fix that so it's like he could have nipped it in the bud right there but chose to pick something that I know that made all three of us when we watched it go. What yeah. the fuck just happened? Hold on. Uh huh.
0: I think it. It really shows up the kind of racial insensitivity that not just President Trump has, like the truly like the racism, not just president, but like kind of like this administration's shown a light on and given kind of a primetime spot to a voice. It, it gave it, him a voice. Let's talk about Charlotte like Charlottesville at the very beginning of his presidency, which was a train wreck where he did almost the exact same thing, like the the. These men are fine people or whatever. Like, yeah, okay, cool. Five of them were, but what about the tiki torches and the people that were running and other people over with cars? Like, like it's not like it's another hot. It's not like a Black Lives Matter, which is has ninety three percent of peaceful protests. Like, Charlottesville was like a one time thing where like they had fatalities. Like these people blatantly like it's. I think it shows that kind of thing of like, is he's. You might not want to say he's racist, but even, even even if he himself is not racist and you would be able to prove that, his administration has kind of not shown a light in a way of like, hey, look, this is an issue, but kind of like put on a pedestal.
2: Okay, I'm not going to say that the Trump administration has made racism okay because it's not okay. It's never going to be okay. Yeah. But I think that he has brought it out. Okay. He has brought it back out into the light in such a way that he's almost made it socially acceptable.
0: Yeah, like you're not you're not shocked anymore if you see someone like on the street calling like, saying some of this like you're taken aback because like it's disgusting no matter what but like yes. you're like well I guess that's just gonna happen in America type thing.
2: But like it was like let's say like, back during the civil rights movement, it was normal for white men to come out into the street and yell, racial slurs, and that was seen Beat as socially people. yeah that was seen as socially acceptable. And then it went into a dark place and it was still done, just in the shadows. And he's almost. His slogan is Make America Great Again. Or and Keep I, America Great, or whatever it is. Called. And I feel like. Now it's like um, he,
1: promises kept. The promises made, promises kept.
2: Okay, can. Okay, just. We're not gonna talk about that Okay, right now. so. I feel like whenever he says Make America Great Again, it almost reminds me of back in that time when some things might have been good. Maybe, but that in particular was it was acceptable in a way that it was almost common.
0: It's kind of like that issue of when people are like, "Oh, if I could travel to any decade, I would travel to the fifties and like, mm-hmm. cause of great music and the cool wear." Like, well, yeah. What about like the people getting the African Americans getting beat in the street and hung from trees type thing? Yeah, it's where the Klan was in. Yeah, it's kind of like that issue of like, yeah, there were these good things, but like. Don't the bad things outweigh it? Like, like especially now, like, it's... It's 2020. Like, people are... Like, I'm not one of those people that thinks we can eradicate racism. But like, people are gonna yeah. be racist, but, like, should we have, like, Charlottesville and, like, the Proud Boys and, like, the ability for the KKK to march down a street and people, like, cheer them on, like... That's, has that? What has the Trump administration, as I said, put it on a pedestal, and now we're like, oh, look, it's here.
1: We can't do anything about it. It's technically it falls. Mm, what they're hiding behind it seems like is the First Amendment, like their right. Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech to walk down the street and f everybody. Mm-hmm. Screw you! You're. Skin tones a different colors than me, fuck you. Yeah. It's it's like that, but it's not that's not okay. It's not mm-hmm. right. It's mm, if it, they're hiding behind their first amendment right. It's kind of like to do something that's not ethical. Like the the morality is kind of taken out of the yes, question. It's it's an unspoken rule that are you allowed to say it? Technically, yes. But should you say it? Hell
2: no. It comes down to social norms. He's made it a social norm that you can say things like that and you're not going to be reprimanded.
0: Sociology terms for Macy Rice over here. Yeah.
2: At Eric Boggs. So. <laughs> anyway, so it's, that it's, it's almost like, let's say you do something out of the norm like you decide one day that you don't want to wear shoes. You're probably going to get weird looks from that and be socially outcast for that. And that's what makes it a social norm. It's not a law. It's just society. What's expected in society. Major. And
0: <laughs> all I all I okay. Uh, all I'm gonna like say is because like, we're talking about social norms, like I do have to say, like it's kind of been a norm. Like I know in the South, obviously, like even deeper South than us, like like Alabama and these days. Like it's kind of it's not been like a social like nor norm. Like it's not like everyone here's racist. But, like. Racism was kind of, like, open, like, Confederate flags being flown all the time and stuff like this. But, like, has it, has he just, like, truly has he, like, shown that this is still America? America's still messed up. America's still racist. America still has a long way to go.
2: Absolutely.
0: Because, like, t- like, in, and in where we're from, Ashland, like, I knew guys, like, before President Trump was elected and stuff that were still, like, plenty of them were still going around saying, like, the N-word and, like, using this type of language, like, you're, you're wider than mayonnaise, my man. I don't think we need to be, saying this. Is it? I know it's a bad thing right now because like the voice he's given it, but like, could in theory him like, bringing it out to light in the future, like, under a Biden administration or a future, uh, administration, could it kind of like, bring so much to light that we finally banish it away? No
2: that come you're never going to completely get rid of racism as oh, long, as, I don't think, as, long yeah. as there are races there will be racism mm-hmm. but i think it depends on what happens next on the reform of the country after trump is not in office yeah. anymore because there are two things that could happen it's been it was in it's always been here but it was brought into the light you can either keep it here and it's going to stay and it's beca- going to become more prominent it's going to grow or we're going to shove most of it back in the dark and we might even cut it down more than mm. it was before. It's never going to be completely gone but we may do something to cut it down farther than it's ever been.
1: Uh, the way I could see it is people people are stubborn. I'm a stubborn person. Uh-huh. Um, people are very set in their ways. So if they are raised around to be like that and to be Racist or not... Accepting? Accepting. There, That's the word. Thank you. If they're raised to be around that, it's hard for some people to change. I was raised in the woods of eastern Kentucky, like Olive Hill, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. There was not a single... I can't remember going to school with a single black kid at all. But still... I was raised different than most of the people down there. Yeah. I was raised by three different feminist women. So mm-hmm. I have I have a high respect for women and people. Yeah. I don't like most people. I think that's common knowledge <laughs> if you know me. I I think that's
0: fair. Like it's not really liking people, it's just accepting them. For- yeah.
1: Like I don't like most people, but I can still have that respect for somebody that Mm -hmm. I just meet. Like, you can ask Macy. I've never met a stranger in my life. He hasn't? Yeah. I talk to anybody. Whenever you sound ignorant and uneducated about something and you try to talk about it is whenever I'm like, okay, shut your mouth. You're done talking. Yeah. Like, alt-democrats are, like, talking about gun laws and gun registration when they know nothing about a gun. Like, I saw um, a video a while back of a liberal Democrat who was like, this AR-15 can shoot a 30-round magazine in half a second. And whenever I heard that, I looked over at Aaron and said, <laughs> I would love to have that gun. You wouldn't have a shoulder anymore because it'd be blown off 30 feet behind you because yeah. of the recoil. You, uh, It's kind of...
0: I'm going to take a soft gun, so we'll talk about that another time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, your thing is, like, these people are uneducated. And yes. Like, so do you think this is going to be the last topic that we talk about racism, and then we're going to probably move on? Yeah. we kind of gotten off the... But uh, do you think, like, the root of racism is people not being educated or people being ignorant? Because I think there are two differences. I, I think, think people are... People are selectively ignorant, like, they can have the tools to not, they just choose not to, yeah. and then uneducated is, like, I, just, like, the society I was in, like, in Ash, like, I was never taught about, truly, like, the civil rights movement until I was a sophomore in high, like, I was never told, like, I learned about it willingly, Yeah. but, like, I don't think, like, we're really taught about it in, like, the fundamental times to be taught about it, so is it uneducation or is it ignorance?
1: I think it's a bit of both. Because, like, you get some of the states, like, I'm not meaning to call anybody out or call out a specific state. It's fine to call a state. It's okay to say Alabama's horrible. (laughs) But, like, in stereotypical ways, like, Alabama is more of a racist state. But, like, it's, I feel like it's more out of education. Like, they're not being educated that that's wrong. And so they go with it off the... Elderly people who are more racist, they teach it to their kids, teach it to their kids. To it's kind of like
0: that issue of like, if all you're learning about
1: uh, the 60s is from
0: a uh, person that was throwing glass bottles at black people yes. in uh, Montgomery, Alabama, like, is that kind of like. That plays. That's. that's it's ra- racism in theory, I guess, if. If we just. If everyone disappeared except everybody under the age of three. Yeah. racism in theory could be eradicated but that will never happen.
1: Yeah. It's, it, to me, it winds down to, I don't think racism is genetic. I think it is a learned. It's a learned trait, yeah. yeah. So it's educational because you have the elder, like you don't see a freaking five-year-old hating on a black kid just because yeah. he's black. It's because he stole his toy uh-huh. or something like that. And then they're, a racist parent will be like, black kid or whatever yeah. they're going to say. They, like, they,
0: like, if, like, a white kid, like, gets his toy stolen from, like, by, like, or taken, not even, like, stolen, but, like, let's say they're both on, like, a playground, and, like, the, like, an African-American kid comes and, like, starts playing on the toy, and the other kid has to go, like, it, it depends on if the parent's, like, oh, it's just another kid, that's how kids act, or if it's, like, oh, those dang black people or
1: yeah certain terms it's, we're not gonna say. It's learned. Yeah. It's not, and people, their lack of mm-hmm. education or... Like, have... It's very hard to word. They haven't been taught any better. And once they get set in that groove, and then it's very hard to pull someone out.
0: Yeah, it's like... Oh, it's like that scene in uh, 42, the Jack and Robinson movie, where uh, the kid's with his dad at the baseball game. And then the
1: kid starts saying it along with the the dad.
0: And, like, the dad and, like, the... Like, the people start yelling the N-word at him, and the kid's
1: kind of, like, confused. Like, what? And then he's like, Oh, I guess this is what we do, and starts yelling at him. That's exactly the exact scene I was thinking about, actually. But, like, it's... It's more of a learned thing for me instead of ignorance because, yes, are they ignorant to everything else because they don't want to learn about it? Yes. But it's also... They're not being taught. Yeah. Yeah, they're not being taught any better. But that's why I feel like history is very important in school.
2: It doesn't even have to be their parents. Sometimes just the place they're in. Like, I've heard countless stories of, say, little girls going into the doll aisle and picking out a, a maybe a white little girl picking out a black doll and taking it up to the cashier and the cashier saying oh don't you want a doll that looks more like you honey it's mm-hmm. it's set in early in places like that perfect
0: example now uh, since we've we've all talked about that let's uh let's wrap it up kind of like let's end our debate and then we're going on to polls for a few minutes um, so as i said earlier all of us can easily say biden won the debate
2: yes
1: Yeah.
0: Between, if if we had to choose between a Biden or Trump, Biden won the debate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. American people lost. (laughs) Biden won. But, um, (laughs) but, uh, I think it's, I think if it's the only one we get, it's a strong enough performance to, I think, possibly win him the election by itself. Like, because I have not seen, maybe it's just because I only get, like,
1: targeted media.
0: I have barely seen any attack ads from President Trump, so I don't know if he's just not running any, or... I haven't seen
1: any ads for the presidents, like, at all. I've not seen one.
0: I have seen countless, not even, like, Biden-endorsed ads, like the Lincoln Project, or, like, these other just independent organizations running quite a lot of anti-Trump
1: Yeah, and for people that aren't listening, and myself included, what is the Lincoln Project?
0: Okay, so the Lincoln Project is a group of, uh, like, um, Republicans that are anti-Trump.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, obviously the reason they call him the Lincoln Project is, like...
1: Abe Lincoln because, because he like
0: He is the, the ideal Republican, I guess, kind of, in theory. Mm-hmm. Like he, He's probably, like, one of the last liberal Republicans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're just kind of, like... It's, like, their way of saying, like, hey, we're embodying Abraham Lincoln and who would ever vote against Abraham Lincoln type thing. Not, like, embodying him, but, like, putting the Lincoln name... Yeah. Onto something anti-Trump. Like if you hear that, you're gonna be like, "Oh, are they saying this is not what Lincoln wants?" Like any like moderate non-Trump cult, as Macy
1: would say.
2: It's like what they would um, consider the true. That makes much party. more sense
1: now. Actually hearing it explained, that's yeah. kind of weird it's to like, me. Like that's that seems wrong to me. I think like they're just doing it, like, like the fact that they're putting.
0: They're not doing like. They're not doing it to like. I think like put that in like people's mind like that's just like my thing like why I would do it as a person is like associated with Lincoln they're doing it is because like it's the Republican Party is like the Lincoln Party and they're trying to say like they're not trying to say a vote for Trump is like a vote against Abraham Lincoln they're just trying to say let's bring it back to they're trying to say like the Republican Party's changed.
1: changed okay. let's bring it
0: back to this type of party
1: okay that makes a lot more sense that you put it that way even mm-hmm. the, okay so that seemed that sounds much better. Yeah, that, that, the way it seemed like, like they were trying to play Trump versus Lincoln, and that's like that's that seemed wrong in my head. I was like, "The hell are you doing?" Yeah, that's horrible to do. But yes. anybody like,
2: imagine the Republican Party looking back and saying, "Okay, this is what I see as the ideal Republican, the last true Republican." Got it. That's what it is.
0: Okay. Okay. So I've got um, one more question before I move on to polling. Uh, since the next debate we're probably gonna get is gonna be the VP debate and that's the last one before the election who do you guys think is gonna win the VP debate against Mike Pence who I don't think I've heard talk in two years or Kamala Harris who went through the most rigorous uh, debate process in the
1: Democratic primary
2: Kamala without a doubt
1: in my personal opinion I think it's gonna be another shit show I think
0: my issue is I can't I think Kamala, I think Kamala will win if she plays it right, but she could honestly suffer from the Trump problem, the, uh, I'm trying to interrupt, trying to make, like, I'm trying to make a soundbite type thing, because that was, like, something she did in the Democratic primary, but the issue is the Democratic primary, when she was in it, had five other, six other people up there with her, where this is going to be against
1: one, quiet,
0: old dude, white white hair, old man Mike
2: Pence... I think she will run the show. I think that Pence will try to interject every now and then, but I think she's well-spoken enough that her point will get through.
1: I think... Just because somebody is well-spoken, though, doesn't mean that they can win a debate. I think Kamala Harris will
0: win unless she falls into the Trump problem. That's my...
1: Like, I'm well-spoken, but Derek knows all the
0: facts.
2: I don't mean like that. I just don't think that she will... But that's
0: another thing. Is like Mike Pence... Can't say some of the facts because if it's Mike really Pence are saying fa- it's gonna go against the Trump yeah party, so I think well we'll if that one happens, we'll talk about that one.
1: Yeah. yeah, but like like I just said, I can speak very well, but Derek is far more educated, so Derek would might win. I
2: don't mean it like that. I mean like. If, I think if Pence interrupted her, I don't think it would rattle her. I think that she is confident like, enough in her, one, she has honesty on her side. She can be honest and it won't go against anything. And two, she just... I really don't think it would shake her up to where she would like forget what she was saying or forget her points. Like
0: what Trump tried to do with Biden. My, my issue isn't Kamala... Mike Pence will not try to do the Trump tactic. Because no. Mike Pence does not... Mike Pence is a politician. As much as Trump might be president... Trump is not a politician. Mike Pence is a politician. He'll mm-hmm. try to
2: distract. He'll
0: try to... He'll, he'll go up there. He knows how to debate. He's been in plenty of debates. I think he'll... He can look smart. The issue is, is just... If we let Kamala Harris go up there and just get... Just start swinging a bat, then I think she can get home run after home run if she just start. If Kamala Harris does not interrupt, if she keeps herself nice and calm, if this is a debate and not the train wreck that we had... Biden with uh, Trump. Biden, uh, the Biden, the Biden Trump one, then we could see Kamala Harris come out with a win. But if Kamala Harris thinks she's going to go into a Trump debate or a Democratic primary debate, we could see a Kamala Harris that looks kind of ridiculous.
1: Yeah, and the, another thing that debates are very opinionated, mm-hmm. they're like opinion based. So one person, yeah, Kamala Harris completely swiped Mike Pence, and in another state, like it's. Mike Pence absolutely demolished her. It's 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 very opinion based. It's hard to actually judge who wins a debate.
2: Adding on to that, it could just also be up to their human nature. Like, she could just be having an off day. She could not feel good that day. She could just be unfocused and not be able to (laughs) debate very well.
1: Yeah, I think but also, they are politicians. They are literally bred, made supposed to be on their a game yeah. all day, every day. So that would look like a lackluster performance and not go well for. That is something that like Kamala. Kamala
0: Harris could. Cause personally, I'm not a big Kamala Harris fan. I'm not a big like I <gasps> as Derek. as like a pl- <laughs> as a politically minded person and stuff. I didn't really see the benefit of picking Kamala Harris other than like the crowning of this is who we're gonna who, this is gonna be the next president if President Biden wins. I'm not a big Kamala Harris person oh, but I think it's
2: her name because people know her name name recognition. But I
0: think you could have picked uh, if you want a name recognition that would have got you something. Pick an Elizabeth Warren pick a And she's
2: a woman and she's a woman of color and That's...
0: Well the issue I think the issue with that is we're gonna move on to polls after I'm done after we're done with this. Yeah. Um I think one of the big issues with that is President Biden was not going to lose the African American vote. First off, he he polls very well with African Americans. Second off, he's a Democrat.
1: Democrats don't lose. So there that. was no real political game. There was no her. there was
0: no real political game by choosing Paul Harris. Maybe the woman. Maybe it's
1: like the female vote because she is female. But the issue with that is,
0: I think if you want if that was a worry, you should have picked someone that's like Elizabeth uh, Warren, who uh, is just as strong as a talker. Poss- I think even better than her. Uh, she would have brought in a liberal vote, which Kamala Harris is not bringing in. She also, like, Kamala, I think the only reason is Kamala Harris is another just moderate Democrat who agrees with Biden, so they weren't going to run into that issue of, like, well, you in the primaries were saying this, like, she never really disagrees with Biden. She was just kind of like, I want to win type mentality. Yeah. So I think that's, the only benefit is that is you have no problem with them, like, butting heads
1: that could also cause a problem later on down the line because there's nobody to check biden like if Mm -hmm. biden does something his vp wouldn't be like uh hold on a minute yeah if we
0: see that issue of like a a bike because people don't for some reason people don't seem to believe this but biden is very middle of the biden's very moderate middle of the line democrat he is not which would liberal. also make him a good president. Is not liberal at all. I mean, I mean yeah. They can see both he sides. The, the, he would be speaking more for both sides than other Democrats. For members. the
1: people, not his people. For yeah. all
2: we know, he could be either, one, just completely underestimating Trump and he pulled her name out of a hat because it didn't matter. Yeah. Or two, he could have been trying to avoid picking someone who's really extreme because... Trump is very extreme. Mm-hmm. So he could have been trying to completely go the opposite route of that and pick someone who's very middle of the road. Yeah.
1: That's a very good point.
0: Right. Or polls. polls. Yeah, they have polling data. My favorite it's thing. about time. So uh, <laughs> I, I say this about polls all the time. I think the one thing that Trump does, in theory, have going for him is he doesn't get many city goers or younger people usually. like He, he can get younger people, but his, his prime... Like, main shot is white people over 65 yeah. in rural areas. Yeah, which there are a lot of them. Yeah, like... So, like, the issue is, like, like my great-grandmother, like, if she gets a random phone number call, she's not picking it up, and, like, that's how they get polling data. They get number They call people, they answer. So, I think that's the one thing uh, that could skew the Trump numbers, but it also kind of, I think, has that issue possibly going against it, because if I... If the night before election day, I looked and saw that Trump, uh, that Biden had like an eleven point lead, and I was a Republican, I'd be like, whatever. Like if Texas, if Biden had like a three point lead going in Texas the night before I have to go and vote, I'm gonna not feel like the want to go and vote. Like my, it's gonna be pointless at this point. Joe Biden looks like he's gonna win, so I think it, it benefits. It could it it goes against the uh, Biden campaign because Biden could had these inflated numbers that could possibly just turn out being wrong in the end. And it could go, it obviously sucks for the Trump campaign for it to be and the national average be eight points with Joe Biden carrying eight points.
1: Yeah, and also with the, um, they're actually gonna, it's gonna be late. It's not gonna be on election days when we have no who wins the election. It's gonna be late because of all the mail-in votes, is what they're saying. And even what with Trump said the mail in votes over the debate. Sorry to go back to it, but um, how he wasn't like, he didn't like that idea. He didn't want the mail in votes mm-hmm. to go vote at the polls and even have somebody like in the booth like watching who they vote. Oh, yeah, that big infringement of the. Yeah, that's illegal. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. I think. That's, that
0: comes down to privacy. That's, unless we, that's my yeah. vote. You butt out. Unless we see some crazy stuff happen, like, no matter what, there's probably a high possibility that we're going to come out of election night with Trump looking like a winner, and then it not. it's it stack
1: didn't. up.
2: Yeah,
0: and then finally, like, we get all these mail-in ballots, which have, like, a 0.00006 percent of being, like, messed with over the past, like, three, four elections.
1: Yeah. So, Even the uh, FBI came out and said,
0: vote from home, it's fine. There's- yeah, it's not, there's nothing, like, Trump picks these, like, small, like, we have 300 million people, like, we have, not 300 million voting people, but, like, we have, like, let's say we have 100 million people voting, and then, like, we have, like, 1,000 ballots that happen to be messed up or, like, go missing or get, like, thrown away, like Trump was saying, like, they thrown on the side of the road. I think, like, um, we do have that issue of, like, that's only a thousand. Like, I know 1, that sounds like... A
1: hundred million.
0: Yeah, like, it's it still sucks that there's a thousand ones that are messed up, but like... Like, I would get it if it was going to be a
1: close-cut election. Like, this year it yeah. might be close-cut. You never know. Like, it could be a few thousand people off. Yeah. It's
2: just... Some people have been voting through mail-in ballots for years, and there has never really been much of an issue. But... The only thing I can say with the mail-in ballots is because they do have to be mailed in and they can't even start counting them, some states, until election night. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a red mirage
0: Oh yeah.
2: on election night. And whenever, let's say Biden does win with the mail-ins later, um, some people are going to find it hard to accept that Trump didn't win. We're going
0: to... I think there's a high chance we're gonna see a Supreme Court yes. case going into this. Oh, yeah. But another, but I think a big issue there is we've already had a Supreme Court case about this, so they could be like, no, stop being ridiculous. These votes count. There's no proof they're fake.
1: Like, what I just I'm, You have to accept it. Like they said, it's hard to go back to the debate again, but, um, Trump, they asked Trump, will he try and stop the election at election night? Mm instead of it being counted past and he can't do that really yeah. cuz all the votes haven't came in i feel like he's going to try be like yeah i won yeah i won oh yeah, he's going to come out like
0: cuz they tried to say well, are you going to come out election night and like are you going to wait until all votes are counted or are you going to come out election night and say yes. i won do you promise and like joe biden was like yeah i'm not going to come out until all votes are counted and say if i won or if i lost
1: i think um because that's all the votes mm. Like, in every vote counts, that's where I feel like it's actually going to count. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be...
2: Alright, Derek, give us some poll data.
0: Okay, so uh, Florida, I'm just going to do some like the major swing states, uh, not ones that are looking to Biden or anything. Uh, Florida has Biden up with one. No new polling data post-debate uh, or post-COVID, though. Mm. So that could get a big boost for Biden there, I think. Uh, Michigan, which is a big one. I know a lot of. I have some Republican friends that are uh, very are for sure that uh, Trump's gonna win Michigan, which I'm very confused about. I don't understand why they think that, but right now they have Biden up by five in Michigan. Shit.
1: Which,
0: yeah, which if you win Michigan, I know I think. It's Trump and Trump's up in Ohio, maybe? No, Biden's up in Ohio. I totally just messed that up. Biden's up four in Ohio and one in North Carolina, which North Carolina, there's some of these red states that he's, like, polling close in that makes me feel kind of like, oh,
1: um. Could change any minute. Like, 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 as soon as we end this, it could change half an hour later. It could yeah, be, like, Trump up by four. You never know.
0: Not, like, not just that, but like, as, like, if I was a Republican... Like looking at like if I was looking at this polling data as a Republican, it would make me feel un- like that thing I was talking about earlier, kind of like should I even go vote type thing. Like it makes me feel queasy. Like oh, this is really worse. I'm like I remember in 2016 going to sleep on election night to like the the I don't know if it was MSNBC or CNN or somebody was like we're calling uh, Texas to go for Hillary Clinton. I was like what? Like I was thrown off, like confused, and I woke up and that was incorrect. But, like, seeing that it's, like, a possibility and close is kind of, like, dumbfounding. Like, yeah. I know a lot of people are, like, oh, Trump's... Like, I know Trump supporters are, like, Trump's going to win the easily. But, like, what we're seeing is, no, there's a possibility that Trump... And even
1: if Biden wins the popular vote doesn't mean he's going to win in the Electoral College. Oh, So, amen. vice versa. Like, what happened I... with Trump versus Hillary, mm. Hillary won the popular vote, as I do believe, and Trump won in the Electoral College.
0: I don't have it up here anymore but I had an electoral college map that broke it down to be 269-269 and they have to reach 270 to uh, win the electoral college so there's a very feasible map that has um, Trump and Biden the election going to the House of Representatives which is almost an insured win for Biden
2: I mean past elections have just gone to show that anything can happen I mean even classic red Kentucky's yeah. turned blue on occasion so. mm-hmm
0: yeah uh, let's go actually we'll finish off with the uh, current Texas numbers which I think have Trump up by uh, f- three or four Where are and it times? could have
1: changed the last time he looked
0: no okay Trump's up by three and that's when was the last one of those taken for Texas on the 29th which is that was that election was that the uh, debate day or post debate post debate day
1: post 29th. So the day after that was post because I think the debate was, was on the 28th. I did, let me just check and see real quick.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. 28th. No, no, 29th was uh, it was the Tuesday that the debate happened because the debate happened on Tuesday. It was the trial. Oh. so that was that the last
1: number, yeah, because we watched it late.
0: Yeah, the last numbers that came up pro Trump were the 28th, so we haven't had any numbers coming out of Texas, which could. <laughs> That could. That's concerning. That that's very concerning for a Trump campaign, especially if we're if Trump coronavirus and then we get numbers from all these states that have Biden increasing.
1: Like it could skyrocket or it could just crash. Like if
0: we have, let's just say, like
1: uh,
0: Biden who had a de- like a decent showing in the debate and then Trump getting coronavirus, we get these numbers. Let's say next week midst of Trump still in the hospital, still with the still with COVID, we could see the Trump campaign go into disarray. Just less than a month left before yeah. election night, they've got this really bad
1: disease and then they have
2: Which this late in the game would be really hard to recover from. Oh
1: yeah, definitely. Like who in your honest opinion, who do you think is gonna win? I think if before for the debate,
0: I wasn't sure. I was honestly predicting a Trump victory just through Electoral College. But after the debate and after this, I don't think he's going to get Florida. I know he's not going to get Michigan. The fact that Texas is even the possibility of being in play just worries me for some Midwestern states that aren't looking too great for Trump. I, Trump. I think it's Idaho or Idaho, maybe. I'm trying to remember which I state it is. No, 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 it's Iowa. Iowa hasn't tied, which was a state that went red in 2016. Which Trump, the Trump victory plan was taking these Midwestern states mm-hmm. that don't get much attention. And if you win 25 states that are all three electoral college votes, then that's still that's quite a good number. So if like yeah. he starts losing Iowa and some of these smaller states, the Trump victory plan is not going to work again.
2: Little numbers add up. You mm-hmm. don't always have to go straight for the big ones.
1: Yeah, which is and insane. Like you have California that's most likely going to go blue. Yeah. You have Texas that might go red, but also yeah. might change because of his coronavirus. You have um, states like Iowa right let's now see if I I can... because of his coronavirus
2: split. mishap. It, it might just it. His
1: I'm up? numbers might just absolutely plummet and drop. It's hard to tell. One second. Let's see if I can find it. Macy, what do you think?
2: I completely agree. I think that the Trump campaign should definitely be concerned, and I predict a Biden win.
0: It's crazy, so I just brought up this map. Uh, they, has, they say, like, it's predicted that um, he has a confirmed 100, like, okay, so like the most likely for both of them is 125 for Trump guaranteed and 252 for Biden guaranteed. Well, 252 obviously comes from, like, big states like New York, California, Massachusetts, these bigger states. And the fact that I'm looking at this map and Texas is a purple state, which means it's up for grabs, is just so insane to me. Yeah.
1: Because Texas is notoriously Republican. Yeah.
0: But, like, if you go through, like, three Midwestern states, Texas, Arizona, Missouri's a light red, which is kind of crazy. The fact that we're seeing, like, this area, that is very much what Trump is going to ensure his victory on, playing so purple and light red, is crazy. Which makes would just make me, as a member of the Trump campaign, really nervous.
1: Because you look at the eastern side of the map, I don't like yeah, from... Like, the coast like the coast go blue. Usually this whole center,
0: like a lot of the center goes red. Florida is a toss-up, but will probably go red. The fact that Pennsylvania is not considered a toss-up state and every other year, that's big electoral college win for Biden. Biden. So, the fact that Georgia, North Carolina, and Florida are all in play makes would make me nervous and the fact that we're not seeing a sea of red in predictions. Would make me nervous. I mean, yeah, the
1: like water,
2: there's, the there's. Water states don't surprise me. They're always Alaska. Oh, blue.
0: Alaska. I think the last time I checked, Alaska had um Trump only up by one. Oh. Trump <laughs> up by one in Alaska.
1: Jesus.
0: Oh. Like as much as we like to say like Texas is a guarantee, the only reason we say Texas is guaranteed is like it's just the big state. It's a big guarantee points. So they haven't really lost. But Alaska, possibly the most, like, when I think of a Republican state, I think of Alaska. The fact that it's only one is maddening to me. It's like, what is happening?
2: I mean, the entire world right now is upside down in 2020. Why
1: wouldn't the election be? And I think that's... What if if Texas went blue? Oh, man. I'd lose. That's it. a kick
0: to the sack for the Republican Party. Hey, like, uh where we're gonna end this again anybody in Texas vote blue because I want to see that happen. I would be crying awesome. election <laughs> um, But yeah, I think this is where we'll end it. Uh thanks I, for coming on you two, Macy. Eva. Thank you for having us. Thank you Any for having time, us. I'm definitely gonna have you guys back. This has been um, We'd love to be back. It's been a great time. It's
2: been a pleasure.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Anybody else wanna call in?
0: That'd be cool too. Call in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't even know what topping we do next week.
1: Ooh,
0: well, I'll figure that out.